Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Hi, talk about stuff. <laughs> so I'm doing that every time. But it's my note. Yeah, but you're supposed to improvise at that point. I'm not good at improvision. Improvision <laughs> is that a word? Yeah, it's when you improvise, I would imagine. <laughs> Why do we always end up talking about words? Oh, yeah, we do, don't we? We really do. I think it's because I usually say something that potentially isn't a word, and then we spend a good five minutes discussing whether it is a word or not. Yeah. And since you're usually grammatically correct, mm, we tend to disagree with you. Usually, that's a word, isn't it? Yeah, no, oh, right. I just mean usually I am. I've been using that one for years. <laughs> Deny me of that one. Oh, I said usually. Definitely a word. Oh, that's brilliant. Is there anything, any particular stuff you'd like to talk about before the podcast officially well, starts? Well, when this goes out on Monday, mm-hmm. I'll be a mere two days away from my 30th birthday surprise. You will? One off? One of mm-hmm. four days of surprises. Four days of surprises. Can't tell you how excited I am. I'm that excited. I'm speaking at the microphone like I can see you all. It's a bit weird. <laughs> um, I'm so excited though. I really am. And then by the time the next one that we record goes out, you'll, you'll all be done. I will be 30? 30 years old. You will. Ah, halfway to 60, third of your way to 90, quarter of your way to 120. I'm going to make it to 120. That's my goal. Decided. You know what's going to help me making my way to 120? I don't... Have you got, like, some kind of, like, time... My diet. Oh. (laughs) And you always hate it when I segue, but here she is with a segue. (laughs) I didn't... It wasn't official. It wasn't an official segue? No, not like yours. None of mine are official. No, they are. So what are we going to be talking about this week, Jen? (laughs) Was that an official segue? Oh, did you just see my finger crack? Then? I heard, I heard. I hope nobody else did. Oh, that was an accident. I just like leaned on it and it cracked. Accidental finger crack. Accidental creak. Kringer crack. Kringer crack. <laughs> Kringer frack. <laughs> anyway, we are actually going to be talking about changing our diet and 10 reasons why you should change your diet. Ooh. Although, maybe your diet's pretty good right now. Just saying we're not going to be presumptuous about it. I know, but you need to get the listeners in, don't you? So you have to oh, put yeah. a title like that, don't you? Catchy title. Clickbait. We got title. you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> got you again. 45 weeks in a row. I hope. Yeah, fingers crossed. Unless you're just brand new to the podcast. You've got Maybe 44 you, to go you know, and listen to. some people like pick random ones. I don't think I could do that. I mean, I do that. Do you? Of course I do, yeah. No, I like to listen in order. No, because if I'm listening to someone's podcast and I look at it and go, oh, I can't be bothered with who they're interviewing. Oh, that's a very good point, actually. I'm I feel like it's different listen. when it's an interview with one. I feel like if they're it's... They're the ones I listen to. <laughs> that's then. a very good point. I feel like they're like standalone. I suppose it has a standalone episode, aren't they? It's not a story. Last week wasn't nine reasons why, and this week ten. 
But there might be really jokes that I miss out on and I don't get if I don't listen to it from the beginning. Maybe we should do some like snippets where I just pick out the joke. This is my way of getting you all to go and listen from the beginning. It's a good way of doing it, to be fair, Jen. It's not. Has anyone ever done that? Done what? Gone and listened to the beginning? Yeah. I know people who have. Do you? Yeah, I'd hate to listen to episode one and two now, you know. I mean, you never have, so how do you know that? Because... I just, I, I just don't want to hear what we said in episode one and two. Why would you hate to listen? how terrible it is. But this is why we've got to episode 45 without doing one and two. It's a bit like a gym consistency program. Oh, yeah. You don't get to exercise or work out 45 if you don't do one and two. And if one and two are pretty rubbish, it don't really matter. Because it'll take point. you closer to episode or work out 45. Very good point. So if you take nothing from this podcast, <laughs> take that. We Not, did once say that people wouldn't binge us and then once someone messages saying I'm binging you, listening to the episode, talking about you binging, and I'm binging you. Yeah, that was an exciting day, wasn't it? Was, it was, yeah. And, the, and then when we got our first email from someone we didn't know. Yeah, that, that was, was also exciting. exciting. See, if you don't know us, send us emails. If you don't know us. Or just add us on Instagram or something. Add us. Add us. Friend me. Send that friend request. Like on MySpace. Yeah. What was it? I'll put MySpace? it in my top nine. Was it? it was top ten, wasn't it? <laughs> Do you remember? No, it was top nine. Was it? And then you um, made your top nine and then they put that feature in where you could hide your top nine. Oh, so exciting. that. But then all my friends, I don't know if everyone did this, but all my friends found out how, how to still see people's top nines, oh. even though it was hidden. You, oh. There was something you could type into like the address code to show it. <laughs> myspace.com forward slash Jen's top nine pretty much yeah. and it caused absolute controversy with the man. people who didn't know that that you could still see it and had some controversial top nines in there um, this has just reminded me of when I was in high school there was this thing going around where I mean there was two ways of doing it and this is a slight tangent the two ways of doing it we're going to speak about them anyway I feel like we're already on a big tangent here so. oh yeah um, so do you remember when you used to write down I hope everybody did this. And it'd say like, let's say it was, I fancied you, I'd put like, Phil loves Jen. And then there was a way of like, working out the percentage as to how we would work. On the website? No, no, no. You write it down on a piece of paper. Oh, and what I'd, what you do it is, no, it takes forever. Like it's such oh, a long winded thing. And what you do is you take each letter, I think was like a letter of the alphabet. Okay. So Sorry, a number. So P, I don't know where that is in the alphabet. Let's say it's the 17th number. Yeah. And what you do is you like, add up all the, I think you delete all the, um, or cross out all the uh, letters oh, that are the same. So like Phil loves Jen, you get rid of L, because there's an L in Phil and an yeah. L in loves. So it's only the letters that don't, like, aren't the same. And then you do some, like, multiplication thing. And by the end, you'd get, like, a percentage, like, 94% compatible. And then that meant that you was going to basically live together forever because of the letters of your name, which I think is a little bit mad, but we did it anyway. Anyway, the reason I'm telling this story is because there was also a thing where you'd go on a website and you'd just type in your names. You'll love percentage. percentage. Yeah. Stop. Are we 100%? Oh, no, it's loaded. 0%. <laughs> I thought because you said 100% there. 93. 93. Between you guys, you don't love the other because he or she is perfect. You love them in spite of the fact that they're not. That's very factual, actually. <laughs> Anyway, and this so, is what I'm talking about, right? This website is 
And it reminded me of your MySpace thing story where you was talking about how you could see someone's top nine. It was like hidden, yeah. but then people worked out how to find it. So this I've just realized now is not actually that related. But I'm going to say it anyway, you, there was like a website where you'd send a link to someone and it would be like, you'd put in like your name and the person that you fancied. But what it did was it sent the person who'd sent it to you an email with the names they'd put in. So let's say I like fancied you in high school, even though I didn't know you then, but nobody knew. And someone sent me a link to this website and I put in like Phil Williams, Jen K. It would send it, would send it to that, that other, Not you. It would send it to the person who sent me the link Aww. so I could find out who they fancied. How dangerous was that? And it worked as well. Everyone did it for ages. No. Because what the... I, this did not... It got really sneaky as well. People would like send the link and be like, oh, didn't mean to send you that. But you click it anyway and be like, oh, what's this? <laughs> and then you check it and be like, oh, I wonder how, how compatible I am with... Isn't it funny Jenica. that that was what we uh, used to do? That's how we used to base a relationship. Yeah, I used to write like, now you we just, are fancied <laughs> in gel pen on my hand as well. Now we just swipe right or left. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you do it? It's become less... I feel like that was actually more te- technological than it is now. Because now it is literally just a, a right swipe or a left swipe, and that's it. Decision made, done, finished. Whereas at least then there was some maths involved. Not anymore, I don't is there? I think it was accurate maths. It was. We're ninety six percent compatible, aren't we? Ninety three. Ninety three. I'll take that. I'll take that. Absolutely incredible stuff. So anyway, diet. what was the website? What was the website? Not you don't know. Match, just I just typed in love match online. Love match online. You're going to be getting some brilliantly targeted ads now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Fantastic stuff. <laughs> Anyway, uh, there's diet. no episode 46. It's because Jen ended up on talking. Tinder. <laughs> right. Uh, changing your diet. Why? I think... That was a terrible segue. Right. Well, so it's Jen. not my speciality, is it? Apparently. Hey, Jen. So what are we talking about this week? Stop. What would you like to talk about this week? Changing your diet. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I think it's important that we talk about something useful now. I disagreed that the last bit wasn't useful, but carry on. <laughs> I bet you any money that every single person who listens to this goes and puts their other half or the person that they fancy into that love match just because we've mentioned it. Absolutely. And, and if you've not done it already, then yeah. you haven't paused guarantee the podcast. you can do it. Basically, what's going to happen is no one's going to listen to this episode now. Because <laughs> everyone's going to be off to... Everyone's going to be on love match. Love match is going to get like... I'm what's say, it actually called? Yeah, I think it was it. called Perfect Match. I don't know. It was literally the first one that came up. No, it was called... I don't even know. I can't say it. How do you pronounce that? I've not. Procarala. Procarala. Love Calculator. Oh, just Google Love Calculator. I actually just put name match into Google. Brilliant. So Google Love Calculator. um, Uh, And then tell us what percentage you got. We're not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) But do it anyway. Imagine if we were that big. Anyway, diet. Third time lucky. Mm. I think this is an interesting one because I think when we think about changing our diet, the, I would say probably the main reason people want to change the diet is for weight-based reasons. Mm-hmm. As in like, I'm going to lose weight, I'll change my diet. Absolutely. Like that tends to be the kind of reasoning behind it. But there is literally so many more reasons that we should work to improve in our diet. In fact, there's at least 10 because we're going to share 10 with you today i think it's fair to mention as well because jen's just said that everybody tends to go in that direction that you do generally probably need to change your diet if your goal is weight loss that is a part of it isn't it? it's not something we're saying doesn't exist we're just saying that there are so many other better reasons so many more beneficial i guess Mm -hmm. i would use as a, a way of describing it yeah um it's a little bit like exercise isn't it like where we 
we always talk about exercise being something that we should do to feel good, not just a way of burning calories, not just a way of punishing ourselves. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be for those reasons. It should be all the other benefits that we always talk about, all the things that we then get as a byproduct of exercising, regardless of what that looks like, whether that's going for a walk, going for a run, training in a gym, doing yoga, playing tennis, no matter what the actual hobby exercise or training program is there's too many benefits and it's so important that we know them so that's why we wanted to share this this is why we wanted to do this episode so that we could give you an insight into what actually happens when you start making some yeah. positive changes to your diet and we've listed 10 but like we said there's probably tons more there is. and we'll not kind of go deep into every single one because even if we chatted about each one for two minutes that's going to be 20 minutes chatting but we will i'll I'll tell you what i'll run through them if there's any that we need to kind of like go a bit deeper into we will however the 10 that we come up with really quickly are improves your energy levels improves your mood there's actually a really great video on this one um actually when i was doing a bit of research um on the mind website um i don't know if you've seen it it's a mind charity website it's a mental health website and um, if you search food and mood on it, there's a really great video as to how certain elements of your diet and your food choices can help improve your mood. And it was really interesting, actually. There's some certain things in there that I hadn't thought about uh, before, but it's, I'm sure I read once that, um, I don't, I, I couldn't find any information to back this up, but I'm sure I read that, like, um, a balanced diet was one of the most underrated kind of methods or antidepressants so to speak because mm. it can boost your mood that much when you're making changes to your diet so I think that's a really interesting one that a lot of people underrate absolutely it can help you make or help you think more clearly mm-hmm. so like reducing brain fog it might potentially and can help you live longer it can keep Sorry, go on. I was going to say, which is why I'm living to 120. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, good one. I like it. A little segue. Uh, it can keep your skin, teeth, and eyes healthy, which is, as we know, super important. It can support your muscles and muscle growth and muscle maintenance. We're not talking about becoming a bodybuilder, just in general, support the muscles that you have, which allows you to move. As you get older, that's really, really important as well, isn't it? Very, very important. Uh, boosts immunity and lowers risk of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and some cancers. So, uh, you know, free of disease is one of the biggest kind of Uh, talking points at the minute in regards to health and what health actually is Mm. it can strengthen your bones support healthy pregnancies and breastfeeding and it can help the digestive system function so i think something you may or may not notice that a lot of these things we're talking about now are are internal whether it's hormonally whether it's in your head whether it's within an organ they're all the things that we i guess me and jen included speaking of jen uh take for granted Mm. stuff that you know like things like skin teeth eyes like we we sort of take those things for granted because they're just there. Like we didn't, mm. we never had to try to grow our teeth. Mm. It just happened. We never kind of like did anything for our kind of like immunity to things. We never, I mean, you can't really do anything for like getting older. It just kind of happens. It's all the stuff that I guess as deep as this is, you only really probably are fully appreciative of once it's gone, really. Yeah, and do you know what? I know this is really superficial, but for me, the skin one is a really big one Mm. Uh, because I had really quite horrific acne when I was in high school and it really knocked my self-confidence. Like It was all like under the skin, forehead spots and like the stuff that you can't cover up, basically. Mm. Um, And 
it really, really, really used to affect me. And I spent, I must have spent thousands on skin products over my lifetime. Like literally tried everything you can imagine on the shelf. And what I realised that a lot of my problems with my skin were either to do with stress uh, or my gut health being mm-hmm. a little bit off. So um, with my IBS, as soon as my IBS goes, my skin goes, food choices, hydration, um, and certain food groups that were causing problems with my skin. And I think that's really interesting and one that I preach quite a lot to people now who ever mentioned skin to me. I'm like, what if it's down to food choice? Mm-hmm. It's really interesting that the link between that and and you you skin and i know like i said that's a really superficial one but like even things like helping you think more clearly i know it's stuff that's like super important it's the stuff that and i actually i think i mentioned this either in last week's or the week before's podcast that it's a lot of people when they first say why do you want to lose weight it's because they felt better Mm. when they weighed less but it probably wasn't because you weighed less it was probably largely down to lifestyle but also largely down to the food that you was putting into your body so you probably had more energy you probably felt better you was probably thinking more clearly you probably didn't wasn't ill as much like mm-hmm. there were so many benefits to the way that you was eating but you was you also weighed less it was a byproduct of it and that's why sorry if you keep <laughs> red you just i'm gonna go shake in the background there <laughs> he's probably gonna start barking in a second but that's why you potentially felt better. It wasn't the actual number on the scale. It wasn't the body fat you had. And we've spoken in the past about how lowering body fat can be incredibly beneficial and healthy for some people, just some people, not everybody. But it's also probably because of how good you felt because of everything that you was putting into your body, not just because you weighed less. And I think that probably one of the biggest mistakes people make when they're trying to make changes to the diet is trying to do it all at once, isn't it? 100%. That's the biggest, biggest, biggest. It's like that when people see the diet and go things aren't great right now i'm gonna change everything at once so that tomorrow everything's great and everything's perfect and i think that's probably when people are least likely to succeed with it because very often when you make these big changes it's too far from where you're at right now and it feels quite overwhelming so it's not achievable usually to keep it up because you've gone from one extreme to the other basically you miss all the food that you used to eat it can be quite detrimental as well can't it because one of the big reasons we do it is to like improve stuff and feel better and trying to go from like basically what you're doing right now to like a complete overhaul of your diet is going to make you feel worse yeah it's going to make you more stressed isn't it and you'll be thinking i guess too much about all the tiny little changes you're going to have to try and make i just think i guess just makes things more difficult doesn't it yeah definitely and i think with clients what we tend to do is we just do it a bit at a time so rather than trying to completely change it we look at what they're eating right now and just make some small changes so that it doesn't feel like this big dramatic change but just kind of like little tweaks or little changes or focusing on one meal at a time and just really taking your time with it because that's when you learn how to still eat the food you love as well and just finding ways to adapt them so that maybe they are a little bit more nutritionally dense Mm -hmm. they're a little bit more balanced and if we're talking balanced meals i've just thought of a nice little document you might want to google that eat well plate i thought you were going to think of a really balanced meal i'm gonna say i wonder where this is going is it hot pot (laughs) is it oh no but i love a hot pot Probably not the most balanced meal in the entire world, but um, tastes good though. Does taste good, uh, and that's not saying that every meal, like in order to have a healthy 
diet, so to speak, is also... In, I think I think this is where people go wrong with it. It's thinking that a healthy diet is literally everything is nutritional. Mm-hmm. But we've got to think that part of our health, like we've talked about in previous podcasts, comes our mental health. And actually certain foods are actually just really good for us in certain moments mentally. And they don't provide any nutritional value, but that doesn't mean that they don't have a place in our diet. I think that's so important. And even if you look on the eat well plate of a balanced diet, you'll notice all the um, typically unhealthy foods are still sat in the corner because even kind of the NHS produced document recognises that a balanced diet includes those foods within it just in moderation, like the higher calorie healthier foods that have mm-hmm. packed with nutrition again still need to be in moderation and it's just finding that overall balance absolutely and i think what you've just said there is so true because i think what a lot of people think a balanced uh quote unquote healthy diet is is every meal being bang on but i actually think a healthier diet is being able to i don't know let's say you've got a ridiculously busy day and you just got to go grab some kind of like sandwich from the shop it's being able to do that without thinking that you've messed up. Yeah, I think that comes into it, doesn't it? That's, that that's really the big mental it. side, isn't it? It's knowing Absolutely. that you can just go grab a sandwich and you, you can do it without overthinking the calories and stuff and being like, oh my God, should I get ham? Should I get ham and cheese? Do I get the chicken? Which one's got the most... Pro-? Like, it's being able to kind of just go in and be like, well, actually, it's literally a sandwich that I'm just going to eat it and enjoy it and then mm. go to the meeting that I've got to go to without it becoming this big overwhelming task because it's literally one sandwich yeah, in and one th- day. Yeah, and I think if you take anything from this today, it's knowing that although we're saying yes, it's great to eat a more nutritionally dense diet or your typically healthy diet, it doesn't mean that every meal every day has to be that way for you to get the benefits of it. It's looking at your overall diet over time mm-hmm. and knowing that the majority is providing you with all that good stuff that you need and i think that's probably that's where we aim isn't it we 100%. aim to just say that it's that 8 to 20 rule isn't it yeah comes back to that 80 percent of your diet nutritionally dense really great for your body it gives you all those really great benefits but also there's room for other stuff in there there's room for enjoyment there's room for I mean, not, not that, that you don't enjoy, enjoy yeah. I, enjoy I love, that. some of my favourite meals are like the most balanced, nutritionally dense mm-hmm. meals you can find. Like, it it doesn't mean that you don't stop enjoying food, but it's just having a variety of different food sources in there, isn't it? 100%. And this, it can feel quite overwhelming, especially when we say, oh, take it a bit slower. And I know a lot of the time, I know we've had conversations like this with clients a lot where they say, no, but... You know, can I not do more? Can I do it quicker? Can I change it so it goes faster? Or, you know, we're looking through a client's food log and we're making these tiny little changes and like, is that it? Is that all I need to do? I'm like, well, for now, yeah, maybe next week we'll change something else. But for now, this is what we're going to do because ultimately, like Jen said, the, the goal is that there's no kind of like finish line. You don't get to a point where we go, right, that's it now. You know all the changes to make done. It's more of an ongoing process. So mm. it can't happen overnight. There can't be just a, you don't just wake up one morning and all of a sudden you've got an 80-20 diet. That's not necessarily how it works. It's more of a case of having the headspace to make decisions in so many different situations. But as a result of all that, you end up with about 80-20 and some mm. weeks it'll be 75-25, yeah. other weeks it'll be 85-15. And that's like I kind of touched on before with, you know, going grabbing a sandwich and being okay with it. That's, probably one of the biggest parts of it it's being okay with knowing that these changes you're going to make don't have to be perfect shouldn't be perfect 
It isn't going to happen overnight. You're going to get to points where you think you've done it wrong and you've failed. But the big kind of goal that underpins it all is just being able to go, it's actually all right to actually have that and it's okay and I just kind of need to just carry on doing what I'm doing because mm -hmm. it, it's often when people go and grab that sandwich that they go, oh, do you know what? This is not working. This is terrible. This mm. is, I'm not doing it. And then they give up and then every day they have a sandwich because what's the point? What's the point? And that's when you then start to feel worse, when your energy dips, when you start to feel um, lethargic, get a bit of brain fog and then you try and do it again. You have the big, huge, overwhelming change where you feel really mm. good for an hour and then you consider yourself as messing up because you've had a sandwich again and it's just about knowing that it's okay and there's no end goal and it doesn't have to be perfect but we actually did an experiment with clients didn't we yeah Pretty it's really recently. interesting so um we we basically said to them plan a day of foods that are absolutely packed full of nutrients like your typically healthy diet basically and mm -hmm. um, and plan out really balanced meals protein carbs fat some kind of veg in the plan it all out every single meal every single snack has got real good nutritional value and then plan another day same calories but all what you would typically class as your unhealthy foods so the things that didn't really provide your body with much good stuff but um it's still the same amount of calories so realistically they've eaten the same amount of food they provided the body with the same amount of energy and it was basically to compare if we did that one day after each other, the difference of the impact on the foods. And it was really interesting on the day that um, people, I think people did the, your quote unquote, as Phil said, um, unhealthy day first. And a that lot of so them found. When I, said that. I know, That's I know. It's a professional podcast. Um, quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> I just hear other people say it. Um, but. I think what a lot of people found on that day was actually the mood really dipped, the energy levels dipped, and they ended up kind of snowballing on the day a little bit. And I think a lot of them went off what they'd planned and ate a bit more. And I think one of them said, like, I ended up having, like, a chippy for tea and, like, just kind of naturally the decision-making snowballed a little bit. Um, and they found that it not had a knock-on effect onto their energy the day after. Um, so... It, it was they did see that instant dip in energy when mm. when they kind of because i think a lot of them had a pretty balanced diet at the start of that the ones who chose to do it and seeing that change in the diet they really like close together they were really able to see the impact that it had so it was just a bit of an interesting process to go through more than anything wasn't it absolutely so hopefully i know obviously you know if you listen to this and you're not a client you probably didn't do the experiment but hopefully from listening to this episode you just got a good idea of like how changing your diet isn't just about losing body fat losing weight making physical changes there's just too many other reasons why to do it and how important it can be and you know some of the biggest biggest ones for me is like longevity it's being here longer yeah. just like people say I oh think, i've not got time to make a healthy meal but yet by and quote-unquote healthy meal mm -hmm. uh, but make, by making that consistently you're actually going to be here for longer so how can you not have time to do something that's actually going to give you more time back it's worth doing for spending longer time on the planet by not having it you then spend less time on the planet which means that actually you've not got time to eat unhealthy food in a weird roundabout way and can I just make a point on that in terms of the language that you're using you might be like why, why are you avoiding saying healthy and unhealthy mm. I think the thing is people associate healthy with 
a certain way of eating and you'll know what I mean when I'm saying this but there's then that assumption that everything that's not healthy is therefore unhealthy and that's the idea that I talked about before and that some foods are just healthy for our mind like it's just good for our, our soul and our mind to eat that food and that doesn't mean that we shouldn't have it and there should be negative connotations around it it just means that we need to think about portion control and moderation and things like that and I think that's why we tend to avoid the phrase healthy because of that suggestion of all the other foods that don't fit in that category are somehow wrong Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think if we can start to think about the language you use and removing some of that negative stigma around food it helps us with the way that we think around food which is really important to us so just in case you're wondering why we use things like nutritionally dense and non-nutritionally dense and things like that that, that's basically the reasoning behind that absolutely and if you was wondering when's phil gonna put john on the spot i'm gonna do it right now do you like my segue did you like it oh just stop did you like it no are you gonna do it then because that was a really awkward pause (laughs) Hello. Oh, sorry, I was doing more awkward pauses. I hate that. I was doing it for, uh, what's that. the word? Awkwardness. No. Because <laughs> um, that's what it was. I was building. Suspense. Tension. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It didn't. It was just an awkward silence. How what was you, I listening to? listening to it back. Because I listened to a podcast the other day and mm. somebody didn't speak for a little bit too long and it made me go, Ugh. Tense. I bet you felt tense, didn't no, you? No, it made me feel a little bit awkward. Tense. A lot awkward. Felt tense. Didn't. Dense. That's really freaky. Dense. It's like it's like on my home at your mother where they keep saying moist. Moist. That's weirder. Moist. Some people hate that word. I know. I couldn't get And then it that. lost all meaning. Jen. Yes. If you could disinvent one no. thing, oh. what would it be? Oh. You weren't expecting that, was you? No, that's a good one, that. Disinvent not allowed I'm not invented, so you're not allowed to say me. <laughs> if you could disinvent one thing, what would it be? TV. Oh, interesting. Why? I think it ruins lives. I think it gives us an easy out. Honestly, this is quite a serious one. Mm, I think it gives us an easy out to switch off and actually is a really unhealthy habit for a lot of people. Mm, Glad we get rid of ours then. I mean, we went for a very long time unintentionally not watching our TV. And since we've uh, been having more stress due to the dog, we've gone back to the easy option of watching TV. Mm. Really interesting. I just think that... Want to get rid of it? I I do love TV. Don't get me wrong. Love a good series. Mm. Absolutely love a good series. Get right in there. Just watch that Motel one. That was dead good, that one, it? Technically, no, it's actually awful. No, I loved it. But it's brilliant. I loved every second. No, I did, but it's awful. They speak like this, and everything is a trauma. Oh, how are we going to get it finished in time? You need to listen back to this episode to know how far away you are from the actual accent. The first bit was good, the last bit. It's closer than I would ever get, but it's still far away. It was really droning American accent. In fact, I think it was Canadian, wasn't it? I have absolutely no idea. Because they said... uh, I'm not going to insult them. I don't know. They They said that word. I forgot the word. I can't remember the word. Um, anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm also watching The Bull Type, which I'm very much enjoying. But... 
So we've, we've I advertised. Just think if, I just think that if it, it was never here, we wouldn't miss it and we'd have much higher quality lives. Love that. <laughs> if it had never been here, we wouldn't miss it. Well, we wouldn't. Well, we wouldn't miss anything that's never been here. I know. Because we don't. It's like saying, oh, I don't miss spaceships. I just think oh, our quality right. of lives would mind. be better if... I don't miss aliens. Stop. I think we'd maybe speak to people more. I don't we'd, think we would. We'd do more interactive hobbies. Can I disagree? Mm, why? Because uh, as much as I I'd lit- I like TV less than you, but I disagree with the argument of we'd speak to people more. Do you think? Because I remember once reading about, oh, social media is pulling everybody apart and no one speaks to each other, other anymore. And then I saw a photo of a bus once and it was just everyone sat there reading the newspaper. Because that was just their out. That was just their way. So we just yeah. don't have newspaper. We will, as humans, find an outlet. Fine. We will. Right. But I get that. If I think of a better question, a better one, I'll get back to you. But for now, it's TV. And I think I'll cause outrage by saying that. Well, stop doing awkward pauses. I didn't know you'd stop speaking. I was reading, I was finding my joke. No, that was awful. Right. Can you cut it out? No, because then people, then they'll be like, well, there wasn't an awkward pause, Jen. What's shown about? <laughs> I'll, I'll spare your blushes, don't you worry. I'll spare your blushes. Yeah, that's another phrase that I don't know what it means, but I'll say it anyway. Never heard that in my life. Have you not? I know what it, I get what it means. Right. Because you blush when you're embarrassed, don't you? Yeah. So I'll stop you from feeling embarrassed. Thank you. So it was a genuine thing then. Do you know what I thought about when you said that? What? The Motel Makeover Programme. Because oh, all they talked blush. about was blush. Yeah, Doesn't make sense. What colour should you have it? Blush. I have blush. a colour can't be blush. Doesn't make sense. Anyway, right, I'm going to put some plants in the corner. No, that was awful. Are you stop. going to learn it or burn it this week, right, Jenka? I particularly love this joke. Because it's Can my kind it? of joke, and it's—I've uh, used it before many times. All right. My roommate get my roommate. My roommate's Australian, probably. My roommate gets angry when I steal their kitchen utensils, but it's a whisk I'm willing to take. Oh. <laughs> uh, Honestly, I love it. The amount I love of it. times I don't know. Every time he feel he picks up a whisk. This is literally an insight into what it's like living with or just being around Phil. Mm-hmm. Constantly, everything that you can possibly find that you can make a joke about, he will. So, he'll be like, oh, don't know what I'm going to do about this mash, Jen. I'll put this milk in and uh, I'll take a whisk. <laughs> Probably better than that because that was a shocking way of using it. That's what I thought you could swear then. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, I just feel like you again it's like you know like when like, it's gratitude isn't it like people would love to be around no. someone who's just positive and makes jokes all the time like not big ones not I don't ask for like an audience but like, yes I'll you just, do I just make no I don't Phil, I, Phil's gonna go like we're gonna go to an open night comedy comedy what are they called open mic night mm-hmm. comedy event aren't we I mean no because it's just a funny joke that I'm gonna do it someday I'm never going to do it I do let's not. Let's all turn up, all podcast listeners. Let's well, that's a good idea. Up. Get more people there. That'll make it more likely for it to happen if there's more people watching me. Yeah, but you won't know. I'll organise it with all the podcast listeners behind your back. Sorry, what did you say? I forgot the last 30 seconds. Why? Completely forgot the last 30 seconds. Why? Because that's the only way this plan would work if I completely forgot <laughs> the last 30 seconds. Wouldn't if I just said we were going to a bar and then we turned out to be a comedy bar that's got an open mic night on? And then they'd say, Phil, you're up that next. And I'd say, no, I'm not. <laughs> Then I'd sit there and carry on drinking my drink. No, but we've already talked about this. You won't be good at stand-up. No. You'll be good at comparing. Comparing what? Comparing. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's very good at reactive humour. Yeah, I can't tell jokes. 
But technically I can, but you can't just go on stage and tell Joe Tim Vine. Tim Vine does do it. Mm. Ken loves it. Do you know my dad? So this is a funny story about my dad. Mm. My dad loves comedy and loves Tim Vine. I don't know if you've ever heard of Tim Vine, but he basically just does loads of one-liners and I mean back to back, like non-stop. My dad has to pause it because he's laughing so much and he's scared that he's going to miss the next joke because of how much he's laughing. So my dad watching a Tim Vine kind of concert gig thing he literally will pause it so many times. Brilliant. It's ridiculous. I think that's sensational. Anyway, that's a right. story from me. Hopefully. No one, no one needs to know about Ken K's com- comedic mm. interests, do they? No. Everyone so, needs to know about Ken K, though. If you, you know, whether you've taken something about diets or anything like that, that would be sensational. But maybe you've just learned about Jen's dad. Maybe you've learned about... He's a great guy. The Love Calculator. Oh, yeah. I love calculate. Hopefully, you've just taken something from this. Mm. Let us know. Drop if, us a message now yeah. and tell us who you wrote into your love calculator. Tag it us in your story and st- what on Instagram. Jen, you just carry on. Go on. You can tell the full st- You go on. <laughs> no, it's your idea now. You've taken it off me. I was going to say it, but go on. Take it. You dive in there and say it. <laughs> take, take it in your story. It's so exciting, Jen. I was getting there. Tag in your story. Tell us what percentage you got. Percentage. See you all next week. Bye.